Hello and a warm welcome back to this week's episode of the Face Yoga Expert podcast. This week we have the beautiful Petia. Now, Petia is an amazing abundance and activation coach and we really delve into everything to do with really creating abundance in your life, listening to your soul, really tuning into your intuition so you can feel the healthiest, happiest, best version of yourself. And everything we talk about is so easy to do straight away. So there are things that you can start doing from tomorrow to bring yourself to a higher frequency so you can have a more abundant and joyous life. So I will link in the show notes all of the information about Petia as well. So let's get into this week's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Petia, a very warm welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. You're like the happy starting of my day. So it's already being beautiful. Thank you, Daniel, for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. And you're the happy end part to my day because here we're evening, we're on completely different time zones, but we're connecting and we're here in the right moment. And I'm so excited to chat to you and hear about everything. I really want to start at the beginning. Um, I'd love to hear about your journey, your journey into holistic wellness, into spirituality and into everything that you do today. Mm, Thank you so much. And you know, it's so fascinating. If I would believe in accidents and coincidences, I would just say like, I stumble onto where I am today. (laughs) And I feel like you and me both and your listeners just know that that's not how life is happening. It's really happening for us. And I feel like I became the one that I really needed on my journey because when I was growing up, I was growing up in a very small town, in very small country back in Czech Republic, hence my unpronounceable name. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I grew up in a lot of scarcity. And when I say scarcity, I don't mean poverty. It's not like I didn't have a food on my table or we didn't have place to live, not that. But it was really scarcity, like spiritual. There was no beliefs, like my parents were atheists. And when I tried to like discover from very young age who I am, um, they laughed at me and they ridiculed me. And so I feel like I was always feeling like the odd one, the different one, the one unfitting and unbelonging. And it was even more like enforced with my stepfather who was very like physically and mentally abusive which led me to feel like I'm unlovable I'm unworthy because if even your closest people cannot love you and see you how would other people do that right so that led into toxic relationship with men with myself with my body almost two decades of eating disorder and running away from life Literally, when I was 18, I attempted to suicide. So I feel like all the darkness was to show me that there is a light. And it's something that I feel like really kept me going, that inner knowingness, there must be more in life, even when you cannot see it or experience it for yourself. And um, that's what really propelled me to keep going and discovering spirituality, personal development, self-discovery, because it's it's so interesting how we can feel that 
oh, it's just me. It's just me who feels lonely. It's just me who feels inadequate. It's just me who feels unlovable and unbelonging. And when we start speaking about this, and that's why, you know, love your energy and love your show, because you bring in the stories and the realness and the vulnerability so people can really relate and they can understand it's not just me. I am not the odd or the crazy one. I have my people. I have my purpose. I just get to embrace who I really am. So that's what I had to start doing, you know, in my journey. Instead of outsourcing my worthiness, outsourcing my happiness, I really had to look into who am I when I'm not everything for everyone? Recovering people pleaser here. Yes. (laughs) Join the club. (laughs) Thank you. You see, <laughs> not alone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'm really intrigued to know, you know, you've been very vulnerable and open about some very difficult moments in your life. What was it that really got you through those moments? You talked about the inner knowing. Maybe you could share a little bit more about that. Absolutely. So the I feel like there was this inner knowing and my intuition attempting to point me out to people and places and I wouldn't listen (laughs) you know it's like we we just don't listen and I feel like when we don't listen to that inner voice to that intuition to that inner knowing it's going to nudge us a little bit you know it's like it will start like your intuition your inner knowing your inner voice will like nudging you very gently when you don't listen, it will intensify. And sometimes it's going to just literally knock us down so you can look up and change your perspective, change the people you hang around, change how you're treating yourself, how you're treating your body. And that's what happened in my life. I was knocked down. And one thing that I want to say, you don't have to hit the rock bottom. Sometimes we feel like, oh, I have to go through the darkest dark. I have to go through like complete like breakdown but I don't believe that you don't have to get on the rock bottom you just get to get really radically honest with who you are and where you are look at the results in your life are they really fulfilling are they making you feel alive are they really aligning with your truth and values and sometimes we're experiencing things that are challenging but it's a part of the growth so it's not going to be always easy yet it should feel true to you so you know like i really got to get honest and um there were like few moments in my life that um literally my intuition just like shook me you know like hey wake up and it's interesting because i feel like well one entrepreneurship that was like my biggest teacher but second I feel like relationships you know whether it's family relationship romantic relationships and um after my divorce I was uh dating a man for almost five years and on a year four I find out that he was cheating on me for three years out of those four that's not like quote-unquote the fun part The fun part was that the day he met the woman, I was there and my intuition told me like inside, I felt like something weird. Like I felt like, you know, like it wasn't jealousy. It wasn't like we were both talking to other people. There was nothing really. They were just talking. 
but I start crying. And my, you know, boyfriend back then, he was like, you crazy. What are you doing? Let's go home. This is embarrassing. I was like, I don't know. Then I started to blame it on myself. Like, I am too emotional. I am a few days before my period. Something is wrong with me. And he made me feel like I'm crazy. Well, four years later, when I got the email from this lady with so many details that you just cannot make this up, I realized that that was the day they met. And that was the day that I say to myself, I'm never going to allow anyone to make me feel like I'm crazy. There is something wrong with me. I will first trust myself. I will first listen to my body. And I started to distinguishing between what my body feels like when something is true to me. What my body feels like when my inner voice, my intuition is telling me. And it's, and again, intuition, it's not logical. It usually doesn't make sense at all. Like me moving from Czech Republic to London, from London to Spain, from Spain to United States makes no sense. Nobody in my family ever did it. Nobody in my family traveled for school and education. It's just, it was so unlogical that when I'm looking back, it couldn't even be me. It couldn't be thinking, you know? So usually our intuition, it's taking us somewhere where we have never been. And for that, we get to experience something we have never done. We absolutely do. And now I know you're so deeply connected with your intuition and you trust it with everything you do. And I know that that has led to an amazing life full of abundance and I'm really intrigued to know what does the word abundance mean to you Mm, I love that question so much I love that question Danielle because I feel like sometimes people when we say abundance the first thing that comes it's like oh money and financial freedom and wealth and I'm like yeah that is nice and I love that right it's not like I want to have all of the other abundance but not the money thank you that's bad no However, for me, abundance, it's how am I feeling in my life? For me, abundance, it's waking up with no alarm in the morning. It's being able to snuggle my dog in the middle of the day and have a lunch or breakfast with my husband because we both work from home. It's being able to drive a safe car. It's being able to take my dog to the vet or me going to like a specialist or like premium midwife when I'm pregnant now. It's those things are just like freedom, freedom to be myself, expressing myself, working with a clients that I love, that it's like ultimate abundance. Because in the past, I would be just doing whatever was expected for me to doing working in a corporate. And then when I started my first business, I would just take any, like any client, just like, oh, I got to pay my bills. And you're just like, so like needy. It doesn't sound good, but that's where I was. And that was scarcity because I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust that money will come. I didn't trust that um, there are people who would value me. And so abundance, it's freedom, freedom to be yourself, freedom to express yourself, freedom to work and be around people that you love, doing things that really light you up. And then when you feel this freedom, money has to come because you are magnetic. 
And, you know, it's interesting because like I've been on the other spectrum where I was working, like I'm coming from Eastern Europe, which means that I was taught you have to work really hard. You have to like hustle. You have to compare yourself with everyone and everything. So you have the better car, better body, better husband, better dressed kids, you know, <laughs> like always compare. That's a scarcity. That's not self-expression. So for me, it really took years of rewriting and it's not like I'm living on a pink cloud. It's not like it's all butterflies and rainbows and my life is perfect. I still do the work every single day. Now, the difference is I know what is working. I know what is helping me. I know how to ask help. Now I have a support. And it's different versus me trying to figure it out on my own because of my ego, because being afraid, who would judge me that I'm weak if I don't figure it out on my own? That's how I was raised. And, you know, many women in Eastern Europe, I don't know, like, how is it like growing up in other countries? But that's how it was for me. And I know it impacted me, witnessing my mother, witnessing my grandmother, their behavior with life and relationships. There was not much abundance, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I resonate with so much of what you say. And I'd love to know if you were to share with the people listening, perhaps three practical ways that people can start to cultivate that feeling of abundance because it starts with that feeling what would those first three steps be Mm, I love it because I really honor when people can walk away with like okay nice for you Petya you got it you got it Danielle what about (laughs) me I'm still sitting here in my stuff so I feel like what made a huge difference for me is shifting my energy right up on rising up because how you feel in the morning, it's going to determine, it's like a catalyst for the rest of your day. So in the morning, whether you have five minutes or two hours, make sure that you reconnect to yourself and that you're feeling spacious. If you wake up in the morning, you're rushing out of the bed, you don't have nothing prepared, not your clothes, not your food, you grab your phone, you grab your laptop, you're feeling rushed. That's how you're going to feel. It's going to feel at scarcity because there is not enough time, not enough energy. And it's a snowball that you really don't want to start. So in the morning, like right now, it's easy for me to say because yes, I'm pregnant, but we don't have kids. Congratulations, by the way. so excited for you thank you we don't have kids yet many of my clients are mamas I have single mamas of like two three kids you know so I understand they don't have like an hour or two like me and there are days when I'm traveling there are days that I have early morning there are days that I have commitments and those days five minutes it's enough waking up and just putting one hand on my heart, one on my belly and just breathing and feeling my body and feeling into gratitude. What am I thankful for? I'm thankful for my comfortable bed. I'm thankful for my dog snoring by my side. I'm thankful my husband is bringing me lemon water. Like the gratitude of the things, what is, what can you appreciate in the moment? And Also, like looking at things, what am I excited for today? Because usually right up on rising, we have like never ending to-do list in our heads. Like, oh, I got to do this, 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 this. 
And again, you're going into this rushing fight or flight energy. And that is just taken away from the joy and pleasure and abundance. So ask yourself, what is one thing I'm excited for today? Maybe it's your tea in the morning. Maybe it's a walk in the afternoon. Maybe you will call your best friend. Maybe you will take a long bath. Whatever it is, one thing you're excited for. And then one thing you will do only for yourself. I feel like it's so important, especially for us ladies, because we will take care of everybody else and then we will get to the end of the day frustrated and feeling unappreciated because we didn't fill our own cup. Again, one thing you will do only for you that doesn't include like well-being and pleasure of anyone else. What will you do that will bring you smile and make you feel really good? Will you read a book? Will you get a massage? Will you light up your favorite candle? Will you just, you know, sit in your backyard and looking at the moon? It can be so very like easy and it can be just really just a few minutes. Sometimes for me, it's just like sitting in a shower. I am like such a mermaid. My husband is always calling me mermolfin, mermaid <laughs> and dolphin. Anywhere by the water, it's same. like you know, to me. And I'm I love exactly it. the same. <laughs> I am exactly the same. I need to be in a shower. I need to be in a bath. I need to be by the yes. sea, even by the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same. But I love those tips. The breath, the gratitude, the filling yourself with excitement and joy. Those three things alone, you are so right. They help to fill us up and get us in that energy. Because when we're in that energetic frequency, then we can start to manifest. Then the abundance things start to come. It all starts with those really small, simple things. I often think that when we talk about abundance, when we talk about manifesting, people often think that it's going to be a really big, long, complicated process, or there's like this magic formula. Well, actually, what you've just said there, and I would have said exactly the same thing, is we start with those very small habits, and they're daily habits that are consistent, and they're really quite simple. But what they do is they change our frequency. And when we change our frequency, everything else changes. It really does. Speaking to my soul, Danielle, I love that so much. And I love that you say it's like small daily little habits. Um, this past weekend, I was just hosting a VIP weekend for my client. I do. I used to do retreats and now with the baby in the belly, I'm like, I don't have energy for groups. Yeah. <laughs> so I did a weekend with my client and, you know, her intention was like focus on her business and finances and where we started was nurturing her, Mm. was making her feel softer, making her feel slow down. Because what happens is that, again, we are so much in our flight or fight mode that we forget about healthy habits. Like she would get busy, she wouldn't eat, or she would like grab like, you know, like fast food and things like that. I was like, how do you want to grow and run your business when the most important thing, you and your body, the temple that you have got, it's not being taken care of. And it's very interesting because, you know, I work with a lot of coaches, entrepreneurs, healer service providers, and I'm like, you know, you are here to serve others. You know, you're here to help others and you don't nurture and nourish yourself. How do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. So sometimes we feel like, oh, it's the 
the big strategy. It's a big program. It's something big that it's going to change our life. It's the daily small habits. I told her, start drinking lemon water, start drinking celery juice, start drinking the labels on your food, stop eating fast food outside, you know, looking more to like, I'm a plant-based, you know, so for me, it's easy. Like it just feels good to me, like physically and, and emotionally. But I'm like, look at what you're pouring into your body. And it's so beautiful when we can see these shifts. You don't have to change everything. But going from four coffees to one and then quitting, you know, I quit yeah. like four years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and it's so funny when people are like so proud, like I'm such a proud coffee drinker. I'm like, you're probably killing your other people's. <laughs> <laughs> you know so no judgment we all have our like choices you know what you are doing at least you have to know what you're doing and I feel like it's small little daily habits what am I going to put inside of my body what am I drinking what am I eating what is it alive you know and I don't mean like you know like running bunnies again I'm plant-based but I mean like did you eat your fruits and vegetables and it's like it feels like like a little kid, right? Like eat your fruits and vegetables. But yeah. if you're not fueling your body, how do you want to live a life full of abundance? Mm -hmm. You can, and listen, I did it. I was working really hard. I had the money and I was miserable because I was sick all the time and burnout all the time. And it just didn't feel good at all. So I feel, and, and I used to be, you know, like personal trainer, fitness trainer, totally not healthy I know that there are fitness trainers who are healthy I was just like I want to be skinny you know that was like my whole thing not healthy at all but I feel like I'm bringing more of the like taking care of your body and nutrition back into my business coaching because again it's not a strategy mm -hmm. if you're tired if you're frustrated if you're exhausted if your body is running on adrenaline and cortisol how can you create fulfilling life you can't yeah. so I teach my clients yes business strategies you know I got my MBM I have my marketing background and everything cherry on the top money cherry on the top you waking up in the morning and not feeling a brain fog not feeling groggy not feeling tired not feeling like oh another day that is a, such a huge win and that's where the abundance starts yeah I agree. Again, it's those small daily habits and really simple habits that are making the big difference. And I'm really interested to know about human design and about how that, <laughs> I know that's a whole podcast in itself, really. And we have actually on the Face Yoga Expert podcast and a few episodes on human design. I am hugely intrigued by it myself. I'll start off saying what I am. I'm a 5-1 generator. How about you? Me too. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Five. I wanted no. to ask you what you are. I'm five on sacral generator. Welcome Same. to the club. Yes, oh I love that. I actually have to ask you astrology as well. I know we're going to talk about human design, but what I tell me your sun, moon, and rising. So my, um, I just had a birthday last week. So I'm at Proud Taurus. Mm -hmm. My own, it's Pisces and my rising, it's Capricorn. Wow. What a good combination. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sun Pisces, Aquarius moon and Aquarius rising. Wow. Beautiful. All I water and air. <laughs> 
you see, no, no wonder we're such a like water lovers. And it's funny because like my son is, you know, Taurus, but I'm Pisces in my moon, but I also have like a lot of water signs in, you know, like in my chart and I'm like, I'm just a water baby. I need to live by the, we lived in Tulum, Mexico last year, like 10 minutes from the beach. So I really love that. But to like have family, we came back to States to settle down. When I was telling my husband, I was like, I stayed here for a few years and then I'm manifesting house on the water. I want to live in a house on the water like that. That's like my vision. But I love that you are so like into the human design. I feel like- Oh, it's so life-changing because I started studying human design about five years ago. And it's funny because before that, I had such a huge resistance. A couple of my one-on-one clients, they were studying it and teaching it. And I'm like, oh, one more thing. It's like, you know, like another modality. And um, then I I just kept hearing about it. So I was like, well, I got to see like what it is. And I had my first reading and oh my gosh, I never felt so validated, so seen. It was like sitting there like so naked and I'm like, wow, like I never felt so understood because I don't know about you, Danielle, but I used to love like personality tests and all the clues and everything. But the thing is, like, I'm a little bit, like, smarty because I would like, ooh, if I give this answer, I will get this result. And depending on my mood, you know, like, I would, like, change the results. And with human design, there is no messing around. There is no cheating. Like, this is the time. This is the place. This is the birthday. And that's what it is. And it's beautiful experiment because... I feel like it's it's really freeing us to experiment what works for us and not. And it's not like you and me were five one generators, so we are same. It's not true. It's it's yeah. there's so much into that. And I started to use it. So I started study five years ago. And I feel like it's super important. And for me, Danielle, honestly, like instead of it's like, what's your name and what's your life? Yeah. <laughs> like now I'm like, I, I wanna know, I wanna people feel seen, I want them to feel heard. So any anyone on my team, anyone that I work with, anyone who will even like have a call with me, you know, yeah. I'm like give me your like give yeah. me your like birthday, birthday. birth time. <laughs> Um, because I feel like I can see people better and I can honor them better. And when you know someone's human design, you can know so much about them. And I feel like it's beautiful for me because I am also very intuitive. I was speaking yesterday. I'm a part of a mastermind with my mentor. And there is a lady who was like talking about human design. And I was sharing with her what is the difference between specific and non-specific manifester? Mm-hmm. Like you can like you can get a free chart and just like look at uh, the transformations that are like the arrows above your head and the one on the bottom on the right side is the one that is going to say that you're either specific or non-specific depending on where is it like, you know, showing. And so I was explaining her that and I was telling her she's non-specific and I'm specific. What are you? I'm specific. Of course you are. (laughs) (laughs) So specific and it's so interesting because when you're in 
you know, like coaching or business industry, very often they want you to be specific. They want you to niche down to have one specific idea client, like go into the details. Sometimes it's very overwhelming for people. Like human design also made me understand because my identity, the G center, it's open, the, the diamond in the middle. Yeah. And that means that I'm like a chameleon. I like doing a million things and just trying depending on what environment I am in. Then I'm always in like this search for my like purpose and direction and that's why niching down and doing like one thing never worked for me I, I have like 10 different modalities you know yeah. and I'm like don't put me in a box mm-hmm. so using human design and understanding intuitively it's huge because this lady she told me I had three human design readings and you told me in one Instagram message in one minute more than I paid for in three sessions but the thing is that I could see her you know what I mean I could really understand where she where she's struggling with business and you can look at chart and look at relationships and you can look at business and I feel like it helps us to go so much deeper so I really encourage everyone if you never heard about human design or never took a test, you can, on my Instagram, I have a free chart there for human, and it's super cute. I like, I'm Taurus. I love beautiful things. You do, yes. (laughs) So the chart is beautiful, but what I also love, it's in the past when I was trying to do like free chart, it's like one website gives you this, one website gives you this. And my website, like there is everything. There is your environment. There is your definition, like everything. So yeah, human design, it could be like a whole new like episode, but I feel like just starting understanding yourself. I feel like it all goes back to you, back into who am I and who did I come here to be? And it's very life-giving when you start to understand yourself and, Mm -hmm. and the people around you. Like my husband, he's a manifesting generator and he's emotional, one, three. And, you know, we are together for over five years. So it was perfect timing discovering human design and being with my husband because I would think he is crazy because as manifesting generator, he has so many passions and doing so many things at the same time and skipping steps. And as the three, he's like a big experimenter, you know, like he's like trying things and see what is working. Most of them then don't work. That's why <laughs> experimenting. And he's emotional. And I used to feel responsible for his emotions. Mm-hmm. I want my loved ones to feel good. And so when I learned like, wow, this is not mine. I don't have to own it. I can let him go through his waves. And if he wants to talk, we can talk. But I don't need to give him unsolicited advice. So I feel like human design can really deepen all of your relationship, in your business, in your job, in your home, because people will feel seen and understood and you will stop taking things on you that are not yours. Yes, absolutely. Completely agree. And again, I think it comes back to the same thing we've talked about all the way through, which is really understanding who you are inside. And really, I think it's about waking up and remembering who we came here to be. So that's all it is. Human design is this lovely modality that puts it on a piece of paper and says, this is who you are. But actually inside, we already know that. It's just that when we get that piece of paper that says all that, we read it, we go, oh, yes. It's like someone has said, it's okay to remember who you are. 
And that's the same as our intuition. You know, our intuition, we're going into our soul, we're remembering who we are. So it's almost about that deconditioning, about just going back through all those years and all those traumas and all those layers and all of those things that have made us into something that we're not, stripping all that back and actually saying, this is who we are. And whether that's listening to our intuition, going into our soul, um, doing human design, it all brings us back to the same place, which is knowing ourselves. Mm, I so wholeheartedly agree, Danielle, because sometimes we feel like we're lost or that something is wrong with us. And I deeply believe what you said. It's about remembering. Mm-hmm. it's about remembering who you came here to be and it's so interesting when I was a little girl and you know like I don't remember like much but my grandma the stories that she told me it's like I would speak to strangers and I would have so much energy and I would be like so so self-expressed like I would like be on a bus and I would like you know like ask a lady like oh is your booty sweaty like mine and things like that like I couldn't like I wouldn't true yourself yeah speaking your truth yes and Mm -hmm. then we're getting shut off like yeah feeling embarrassed grandma taking you off the bus you cannot speak to strangers you cannot say this and we're getting all of this and of course like our loved ones they want to protect us Mm -hmm. And sometimes it means that they are taken away from our personality and who we really are. So it's remembering. It's remembering because I used to think I am introvert. I used to think I don't like people. Comparing to the little like three, five-year-old me to what I used to say for a decade, now I'm checking in, like, what is my truth? Well, I love people, but I love my people. I have a a tribal circuit, individual and tribal circuit in my human design. So it's not like I don't care about the collective, but I don't like big groups. I don't look at, like, the huge picture. I'm very tribal. You're my family. You're in my circle. I will, like, breathe for you. I will do anything I can. But I'm not, like, this big, like you know, big stages and big groups and big people. So again, understanding yourself and discovering what is my truth and what feels good for me right now, you will change and you will evolve and things that felt good to me a year ago, not necessarily align now. And that's why I said like right at the beginning, it's the radical honesty, radical honesty with yourself. Yeah, I agree completely. And what I'd love to ask you as a final question is if you could share your top tip for inner peace, what would that be? Uh, It's so funny, but really the first thing that comes to me right now is breathe. Mm. I know it seems like so simple and I find my, and I'm, you know, I'm breathwork facilitator, so I might be biased, but sometimes like when I'm going through some things, my husband, he's like, are you breathing? And I'm like, oh, I'm not like, you know, we we are like rushing through life and going so quick, like come back to your breath reconnect take few seconds whether you are driving whether you're in a bed whether you're going through a full long day even like I am here and I'm like so excited to be here I'm like I am not breathing as deeply as I could because I am like so energized Mm -hmm. you know breathe 
Yes. When you breathe, you will come back to yourself. You will come back to your truth. You will come back to your essence. Breath, it's our life force flowing to us and through us. So if you can slow down for a couple breaths, few deep breaths, reconnect, you will create the inner peace and you will see the world in a different perspective. So keeping it easy and practical. (laughs) I love that. And I would say the same whenever people ask me, I had a a podcast a week ago where someone asked me a similar question and I said breath and gratitude. So always exactly the same as you completely and doing everything we can to bring ourselves into the present moment. And again, that helps us with that abundance. It helps us with remembering who we really are at a soul level. Petia, I love this chat with you. It's so heartwarming and it's so lovely. We've got so much in common it's so amazing and I would really love you to share with everyone where they can hear more about you where they can reach out and connect with you I'm super, super excited that we connected to it's so beautiful when you meet someone like smile to smile and it's like yeah. so many beautiful synchronicities and energy. So I'm so deeply appreciative and especially because you're ending your day with me. So what an honor. And uh, I feel like the best place really to connect with me, it's my Instagram. Um, I am there on, you know, daily basis or my team, you know, takes care of it when I like tune out of the weekends mm-hmm. um, or my website, Petia Kolebova, both are Petia when it's petiaklubova.com and there's everything that I'm creating and doing right now and right now because I have this beautiful second trimester energy not sure when we're launching this but I have the energy for it I also wanted to pay it forward and really connect with people who are truly desiring to activate abundance in their life. So I created free 30 minutes call to activate the abundance in their life and really see where might be a blind spots or blocks and, you know, limiting beliefs that we can bust through and create a strategies to activate abundance in their life. So I will share with you the link too, while I, I have energy for that. <laughs> I love you know, that. like I'm generator. I can create yes. words that light me up. And when you're growing a human, yeah, energy it's a little bit different. So um, all of that, it's also an Instagram in my bio. Amazing! Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do rate and review it. Let me know when you listen to episodes, tag me in on Instagram at Face Yoga Expert. And don't forget to check out my website, faceyogaexpert.com, which has all the information about my teacher training, my two books, Danielle Collins Face Yoga and the Face Yoga Journal, my skincare range, Fusion by Danielle, Collins and all the other courses and offerings that I have. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.